listening to the She Means Profit podcast with Melissa Houston, CPA, financial strategist for CEOs, and a Forbes.com contributor. She Means Profit is a podcast dedicated to helping small business owners just like you become a master at your finances without confusion so that you can increase your profit and net worth. With over 20 years of experience working with business owners, I'm sharing with you real and actionable advice that will give you the tools to take your financial power back. Let's make some major money moves together. Well, hey there, and welcome to another episode of She Means Profit. So I'm so happy to have you here today. And before we get started, I want to take this opportunity to remind you that Q2 is now officially over. So for those of you who are following the calendar year as the fiscal year in your business, June 30th has come and gone. June 30th means that we are halfway through the year. And I want to ask you if you have looked at your performance in your business, the financial performance of the first half of your business against what you had planned for in your business. So I hope that you're looking at your finances at a minimum on a monthly basis and measuring your progress against that financial plan that you would have set out at the beginning of 2022. So are you looking at your finances? How are you doing at this point? Are you monitoring your progress against your goals? This is your friendly reminder to make sure that you check in with your business finances and you can look at what's going well in your business. And if you have things that aren't going so well, This is your chance to take that feedback and correct them, right? It's with this feedback that we can make changes so that we can increase the profit in our business. So if you are lagging on sales, you'll know that you need to up your sales. If you are overspending in certain categories, you'll know that you need to tighten your expenses. So knowing where you stand financially helps you stay within your goals or your budget to meet your financial goals. So this is really important stuff to do. So make sure that you look at your business numbers. And if you haven't created your financial plan for your business yet, I just want to remind you that it's never too late to do this. So create that financial plan for the next six months of 2022. And while you're at it, you can start creating your financial plan for 2023. It's never too early to start looking at that. I mean, it sounds crazy, but 2023 is only six months away, so we need to be prepared and we need to make these years as profitable as they can be. So that's your reminder for today. I hope everybody's having a really good summer. I hope you're enjoying your summer. I know I am. I'm so grateful that we've got the nicer weather and, you know, I've been doing swimming and reading and writing and working and I have no complaints. Life is good. And today we are going to talk about pricing strategies for your products or services. So whether you are a product-based business or a service-based business, you do need to look at your prices because all we're hearing in the news lately is about the high inflation rates. Everything is going up in price. So my question to you is, when was the last time you reviewed your prices? At a minimum, at a very bare minimum, you should be looking at your pricing strategies at a minimum of one time per year. Six to nine months is recommended. Minimum of once a year is absolutely mandatory. So small business owners are currently getting slammed from every angle right now. So there's shipping delays, there's increasing costs, 
you know, like the economic situation right now is just mayhem and it's taking a hard hit for small business owners. And often what happens is small business owners think that they should be absorbing these costs, but that simply is not true. So you have to pass these costs increase along to the customer. And we're going to talk a little bit about that today. We'll talk about how you can look at your pricing strategies and what you need to do to examine them. It's really important to stay on top of your pricing strategies so that your business remains profitable. The reason why you are in business is to create that profitability in your business. You want to optimize, maximize that profitability. And that includes monitoring your prices to ensure that your gross profit margins are not taking a hit because of all these price increases. Pricing isn't just, you know, going up for the cost of materials. It's also going up for labor. So be mindful of this. So I've outlined five tips that I want to review with you today about pricing strategies. So let's take that time to review them right now. So the number one tip is, as I mentioned earlier, prices should be reviewed at a minimum on an annual basis. So many business owners fear increasing their prices because you fear that you're going to lose customers. There's a mindset that customers will get angry and they will stop purchasing from you. But the thing is, Although price increases can be challenging, you still need to raise them on occasion to ensure you're keeping your business profitable. You're not running a charity and you cannot absorb these costs. Unfortunately, they have to be passed along to the consumer. So you need to examine your mindset around this issue and remember that you are offering value to your clients. And if you're offering quality and value, most of your clients will stay. Yes, it can be fearful. Yes, you may lose some clients, but you have to examine your mindset because a lot about raising your prices is psychology driven. So we're so fearful that we're going to lose customers because, I mean, it's frustrating. We all experience it. We are consumers ourselves too. And we get frustrated when prices are going up. But how many times do you look for an alternative if you're really happy with the quality and the relationship that you have with this product or service that you're getting. So look at your mindset around it and examine that and ensure that you're not holding yourself back for price increases just because it's coming out of fear. The second tip I have is, you know, you need to look for ways to differentiate yourself from the competition. There's competition everywhere and product differentiation allows you to stand out in a crowded market. So whether you're product-based or service-based, you still are differentiating yourself from the competition. So think about what makes you different. Do you add value in a specific way? So once you pick up on how you're different, you need to make sure you market that and get that message out to your clients. You need to show them why you are the better choice among the competitors. So for example, I always use this candle making example, but I love it. So if you are making homemade candles and what differentiates you from the competition, because everybody's making candles, is the quality of your candles. Maybe your candles are non-toxic. You can provide that guarantee for your clients and clients value that. So they might pay or they chances are they will pay more 
to get better quality and know that the candles that they're burning in their house are non-toxic. So that makes you different from your competitors. So that's just an example. There's many other ways you can differentiate your product and services from competitors. So have a look at what's going on in your business. Have a look at what's going on in the market. Know how you're different and capitalize on that by marketing and messaging that. Because you have to state the obvious to your clients. There's so much noise out there. If you don't tell your clients that this is why you're different and this is what makes you better, they won't know and they won't purchase from you. So you want to attract the right clients who are going to pay for your services and products. This strategy allows you to sell more when you're attracting the right customer. So the third tip is I want you to look at your costs. So you don't necessarily have to go in and just automatically increase your prices. You want to look at your costs to see if there's any cost-saving opportunities so you don't have to just throw all the price increase to your clients. So reducing costs will increase your profit margins and help absorb the price increase that you have to do for your clients. So you need to look at if there's ways you can purchase in bulk to save money or make special arrangements with suppliers to get reduced prices or examine efficiencies to save on the time it takes to create a product. So many times people look at the cost of materials that are going into creating a product, but they're not thinking about the labor that it takes as well. And a huge cost-saving opportunity is to streamline your products, the manufacturing of the products, so you can save money on labor. This is such a great way to cut costs as well. Look at your packaging. I understand a lot of you want to deliver beautifully crafted packages, like they're beautifully wrapped. The presentation is fantastic. But are there ways that you can reduce the cost there? You don't have to stop making the presentation look beautiful. But let's say you are paying $5 for this bow. Can you reduce that price to getting a better deal for $4? That's very expensive for a bow, but you get my drift here. Packaging costs are often an overlooked expense. So if you can find ways to reduce packaging costs, that will help you reduce your overall costs as well. So you're looking at the direct cost of the materials that go into creating your products. You're looking at the labor and labor is for service-based and product-based businesses. Is there a way you can streamline efficiencies? And you're looking at your packaging costs. Shipping costs are another one you can look at too, is can you make some sort of bulk shipments? Like basically you're looking for any way to reduce the price in getting your products out to market. So number four, I think I already touched on, but streamlining efficiencies. So we're going to get into a little more depth here. So when you're focusing on your best sellers, which is the high volume best sellers that you literally don't have a problem selling, and you increase the efficiency of manufacturing these products, you're reducing costs. So it's not just looking at reducing costs for the cost of materials. You can save money with labor. Direct labor charges can be expensive. We know that there's the great resignation going on right now. There's labor shortages everywhere. There's pricing increases for the cost of labor. So if you're able to create products in half the time it would normally take you, if you really looked at your system and streamlined efficiency, that essentially is a 50% labor cost that you've just saved. So knowing how expensive labor is and knowing how time consuming it may be to create a product, if you streamline these services, there is an efficient way and effective way of saving money on the cost of 
creating the product. And then the fifth one is renegotiate your prices with vendors. So your selling prices with vendors can be renegotiated when it's time to do a price increase, even when they're buying in bulk. So even if you have contracts, you can renegotiate contracts. It's a crazy time right now. Prices are increasing everywhere. So ensure that you are not running a charity and that you're increasing your prices as well. So not everybody will need to increase your prices. If you've been really good at keeping on top of your prices, you may have already done a price increase. But if it's been six to nine months, by all means, review your prices again. The bottom line is that there's many ways to reduce costs when you're producing products. Businesses exist to create profit. So to be a successful business, you need to ensure you're saving on costs as much as possible without compromising the quality of the product. So let me be clear here. Do not cut costs that are going to cut the quality of the product or services that you are offering because that will upset your clients and they will look for alternatives. Just make sure that when you are doing cost-cutting measures that you are not cutting quality. Do not compromise the quality of the product. So basically, I've just outlined, you know, five different suggestions on ways you can reduce the costs and increase your profit margins. So a quick recap is, first of all, you would look at increasing prices. Secondly, you would look at where you can trim the fat in your expenses, how you can make it leaner so that you are operating a lean manufacturing machine. And that includes looking at the cost of the direct materials, the cost of labor, the cost of packaging, the cost of shipping. So have a look at all these potential opportunities to decrease the costs. And you can also take a combination of cost decrease and price increase so that you are maintaining your profit margins. Profit margins are extremely important to maintain because a profit margin basically is telling you how efficient your business is at making profit or money for your business. Okay, so now we've had a look at the steps you can take to do some pricing strategy reviews and ultimately decrease costs and increase your prices. If you need any assistance or you need an in-depth look, the various products and services that you're offering and you want some one-on-one help, by all means, reach out to me, book a consult, and we can do a pricing strategy review and we can also do the financial plan for your business. So I do look forward to hearing from you and I do remind you to look at your Q2 results. Thank you for joining us on the She Means Profit podcast. If you've enjoyed the show, I ask you to hit subscribe, rate the podcast and leave a review. You can find us on Instagram and LinkedIn at Melissa Houston CPA and join us in our She Means Profit Facebook group. 